sick of it. It's supposed to be a new day. You guys all know me. Yes, I might get cranked up every once in a while. But this is something to get cranked up about. You guys got to live up to your words. The speaker has to live up to his words. We've got good bills over here. And we're sick and tired. Sick and tired of 50 years of the way it was run before. And it's the same business right now. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. That was State Representative Tim Butler. Uh, late Thursday on the House floor uh, is showing a bit of frustration as to how things are moving through the State House. He joins us now on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Representative, thanks for taking time. Uh, and uh, Boy, I guess if that's, if that's my bumper every time, I'll take it. That's <laughs> good. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like some Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, so, uh, you know, Representative, uh, of course, we've got the, the, the census data that uh, definitely want to get your reaction to. But uh, we've been talking about that most of the morning. Uh, let's start with the frustration that you uh, you showed on the House floor uh, and uh, the lack of action of substantive bills that Republicans support, despite you guys representing, like you said, five million people in Illinois. What's going on here? And is there going to be any remedy to uh, you know, a lack of uh, substantive legislation supported by Republicans moving? Well, I think, you know, my my little speech last Thursday night really uh, bubbled to the surface over a couple days. Uh, and, you know, I have a pretty simple piece of legislation that, that I did what I'm supposed to do as a legislator. I introduced my legislation. I work my bill. I get it through committee unanimously, by the way. Uh, I work it on the floor. I work the roll call. I talk to my, my colleagues. And I had I had well over the needed number of 60 to get it passed. I had upwards of 70 votes that I knew for sure would vote for my piece of legislation, which which is a very specific local piece of legislation regarding Capital Township. And and I was told by the majority, uh, by Leader Harris, uh, that it was under review the day before. And then I was told by majority staff that my bill wasn't going to be called. And, you know, I think that really is hypocritical given given that it's supposed to be a new day under under Speaker Welch. Um, I did all that I'm supposed to do as a legislator to get my bill passed. That's important to my constituents. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't able to be called. And, I, and I'm not the only one. I mean, obviously, we had a lot of Republican bills, but I've heard from a fair amount of Democrats as well that, you know, had thumbs put on their bills when they're when they're working the bills. And that's you know, that's that's not the way we should be doing business. That's the way we've done business under Madigan. And it seems to continue to be the case under Speaker Welch as well. When you have 60-plus co-sponsors listed on the bill, Democrats and Republicans, you know, we see that as well with the uh, the trailer fee uh, yep. issue. Democrats and Republicans on board with this, even Democrats filing legislation to, to drop that from 118 to $18. Um, why wouldn't that trick? What's what's behind that, you think? Is this just politics that they don't want... Uh, you know, popular legislation to pass if a Republican's uh, linked to it, or what's really going on there? I think my bill specifically is politics, Democrat-Republican politics, specifically for my bill. For Representative Bourne's bill that had, I think, a last count, 62 co-sponsors on it, which is a majority of the House of Representatives regarding reducing the, the trailer fees, uh, I'm not sure what's behind that, but what both of these piece, uh, pieces of legislation underscore is that if you are a member of the majority party, especially someone in a leadership position in in the majority party, you can you can by your sole objecting to a bill behind the scenes can put a stop to it. 
I mean, that is that's worse than I mean, the Democrats are screaming nationally about uh, about the filibuster right now in Washington, D.C. That's <laughs> this is worse than than, you know, if they're looking at this thing, if, if somebody can one person can put a thumb on my bill and I don't even know who it is and they don't come to me and talk to me. I mean, I mean, that's wrong. That's just flat out wrong. And I think that's been done for my bill. I think it's been done for these trailer fee bills. And, you know, that's this is what people get so disillusioned about with the legislative process. And that, you know, my frustration came came through the other night because I'm frustrated not only for my legislation, but I'm frustrated for my constituents that I represent the same number of people that everyone else who gets elected to the General, General Assembly represents. And that was my point about Republicans representing almost 5 million people in the state. You know, we should <laughs> we should be listened to a lot more because we bring the same weight as a member of the General Assembly as somebody as, uh, as a Democrat does. State Representative Tim Butler with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. So what does that uh, atmosphere portend for um, passing policy to reverse population decline? Well, I think this is this is you know the announcement yesterday that for the first time in our two hundred and almost two hundred and three year history that Illinois has lost population needs to jump to the top of the list of anyone who is a public official in Illinois. The governor needs to make this a priority. The legislature needs to make this a priority. Our local officials need to make this a priority. Uh, the fact that we are one of only three states in the country that lost population uh, is not good for the state of Illinois. And, you know, we had a press conference yesterday, myself, Representative Bourne, Representative Spain, Representative Severin, to talk about this. And one of the reasons we believe, one of the major reasons that people have left the state are the policies that emanate out of state government over the last, especially over the last two decades. You've got a bill that we passed last week, not we, I voted against it, House Bill 3437, I think the number is, Representative Walsh's bill, that would put prevailing wage onto private construction projects, would put prevailing wage onto, onto private businesses such as refineries and things like that. That, that, that bill, in its previous form two years ago, kept an ethanol facility from locating in Morgan County. And that's the kind of stuff that we need to change in Illinois to make sure that we're driving forward and having a good economy in this state. I mean, it's all about the economy. People are moving out of Illinois because they they want economic opportunity in other states, and they're not getting it in Illinois. But Representative, the governor, and I've had other Democrats tell me that it's uh, it's the college kids that are moving out of the state because of the so-called disinvestment in public education over the several years. Uh, is, is that not the reason why we have uh, 18,000 fewer people than we did in 10 years ago? Look, Governor Pritzker blames Governor Rauner for this whole mess, and that's that's just ridiculous. This has been a decline over, especially over the last two decades, where the Democrats have con- largely controlled the levers of government. They've they've controlled the legislature the whole time. We've had one Republican governor for four years in a twenty year span. You can't put this all at the feet of Bruce Rauner. The out migration of students is an important issue, and we need to address that but is not the sole contributing factor to the, the reason that we lost population. I mean, I just heard your previous guest talk about the fact that in all the other metrics, you know, we were doing good in Illinois, more births than deaths, things like that. What people are moving out of state for is economic opportunity. We want kids to go to school in state. We need to address that. 
But that's an issue that's been going on. Again, that's been an issue that's been going on since since for for the last couple of decades as well. And so it's it's a combination of factors keeping kids to go and stay in school. But really, if you keep them in state to go to school and then they don't have any jobs, they're going to move out of state anyway. You know, that's that's the fact of the matter. They need jobs when they get out of school. And we just don't have a economic system in the state to really be on the cutting edge of growing our economy. And the way we get out of our budget mess in Illinois is to grow the economy and have more revenue coming in the door under our current tax structure. Representative Tim Butler with us. Uh, don't know if I'm pushing you past uh, another appointment, uh, but I'm nope. uh, pushing past uh, a bottom-of-the-hour news break here. But I definitely want to talk uh, just momentarily here about uh, the remapping process. Of course, the census data released yesterday was the first actual number that the census had released when it comes to states, but it's only on the state level. It's not drilled down to, to the local level on how many people live in Chicago or how many people live in Springfield or Chatham, for instance. Um, so that data is not going to be released until uh, sometime before September. 30th, but we've got the Democrats moving forward with their mapping process right now. What are your concerns uh, with uh, the, the the data that you're aware that they have right now that they're starting to draft maps? Well, I think one of the, the biggest lessons we learned from, from the release yesterday of the statewide uh, data is showing that we have 2.82, I think it is, or 2.8, or excuse me, 12.8 million people in, in the state of Illinois, is the fact that the estimates, the previous year's estimates, the last several years' estimates of the population in Illinois were off dramatically. And that data, to use those estimates from the past few years before the decennial census, is American Community Survey data. And we've made a large issue about ACS data in the hearings that we've had. And the fact that ACS data undercounts, it undercounts minority populations, and it largely undercounts rural populations. And, you know, I think my district potentially could have more people in it uh, under the decennial census data, then it's going to be reflected in the ACS data. It was off, I think, last year's ACS data, the population estimate for the state of Illinois, was off by almost 200,000 people. You know, that's a Senate district. And so the fact that the majority is going to move forward using using data that does not accurately reflect what the true population is, is wrong. We've never done that before. And I think they have to hold off. We all have to hold off until we get the data in mid-August. Now, I understand the Democrats don't like that because that means they won't have total control over the maps. They're going to have to work with us on the maps if it goes past June 30. But obviously the Democrats don't want to do it. They want to draw gerrymandered political maps. The governor wants to sign a gerrymandered political map based off of data that isn't complete. And I just, I just think that's flat wrong. State Representative Tim Butler, uh, thanks for hanging out for a few minutes extra here, and uh, we'll definitely connect again because this is an issue that's not going to go away, obviously, uh, with the legislature ongoing right now and whether or not they're going to tackle policies to reverse population decline. And we also got that map uh, that's still lingering out there. So uh, we'll connect again soon. All right, be safe. Absolutely. Appreciate it.